good morning. It's time for our cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. With us today, we have Antoine Robinson. Antoine, good morning. Good morning. And we have uh, Taylor Smith. Taylor, good morning. Good morning. And uh, they are with uh, the Department of Human Services and the foster care programs uh, here in the southwest and south central part of the state. So, Antoine, thanks for coming in today. want to talk about uh, how you can get involved in foster care here uh, throughout the region on the program. And we want to thank our sponsors, which includes Community Bank of Oklahoma and its locations in Chickasha, Verdon, and Newcastle, as well as Stanley Systems. So, Antoine, uh, always a big need for foster care families uh, out there throughout the region. Absolutely. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for having us on uh, your show. We truly appreciate you helping us increase the awareness about this uh, ever so important you know, topic of foster care. Um, throughout our state, there are um, just under 7,000 children um, in the foster care system here in Oklahoma. Um, there's about uh, over 300 children in the c- county that I serve, in Comanche County. Um, how many do you, do you guys have, Taylor? There's about 70 in, about, in Stevens County. Right, right. And so um, there's definitely a shortage of uh, foster families um, compared to the amount of children, you know, that we have in the system. So uh, we definitely appreciate you for allowing us to come on and talk about it. Happy to do that. And right now, Grady and Caddo counties don't really have individuals in their DHS offices that do your work, right, Cor- to do recruiting. Correct. So that's why you're here today. Absolutely. Um, it's, a t- it's a team effort, and mm-hmm. uh, we're definitely stepping up and uh, – recruiting in the uh, Grady Caddo areas, uh, trying to increase the awareness. Uh, So, um, yes. Let's talk about uh, what the requirements are needed of uh, individuals that would like to to do that. So, Antoine, go ahead. Definitely, so um, just a few of the basic requirements. Uh, You have to be 21 uh, years old um, in order to foster. Um, You can be single, uh, married, um, divorced. Um, you have to have the space, of course, to accommodate, you know, um, additional children. Um, you have to be able to pass uh, criminal background checks, um, child welfare checks. Um, if there's any type of mental health history, you know, we'll, you know, contact the mental health uh, professionals uh, and get references. Um, there's a 27-hour training program that all of our uh, prospective families um, can, can, can complete. Um, we offer that online or um, there's a classroom, um, you know, face-to-face setting for it. Um, there's... I'm sure you had a lot of that over the last couple of years, the, the online uh, training. Absolutely. With the, the, the pandemic, mm-hmm. we definitely converted a lot of our stuff to, you know, virtual. Um, so, yes. Um, there's a, a now. Res- does that uh, and Taylor, if, if that training, uh, you can do that over a couple of weeks, or what's uh, you don't have to do it like all in a week or a weekend or anything like that, do you? Yeah. So our online training, you have a total of forty-five days to complete. There there's nine sessions. You have thirty days to complete the first three and forty-five to complete the total training. Our in-person 
classes. We do them. Um, some of them are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they're in Oklahoma City, or we do host some in Lawton, um, or we have three weekends in a row where they can go. So we have many different options for our families. And it sounds like if you wanted to do the virtual, that's probably the best. They don't have to do any traveling, especially now with gas prices <laughs> like they are. So Absolutely. Uh, um, our in-person training, we, we like to... Um, tell our families that they can meet other foster families and kind of um, get to know each other. So that is the benefit of in-person training versus virtual, but definitely with the gas prices mm -hmm. and stuff, the online training has been very beneficial to our families. Right. And once you become a foster family, I mean, it just kind of gets in your blood, right? Absolutely. Uh, the, as far as the families that I run into and deal with, a lot of them say that this is one of the most rewarding things that they've embarked on, um, being able to um, not only help, you know, children, but, you know, being a model of success for the biological parents and, you know, trying to have a bridging relationship, uh, you know, with the biological parents. That's important as well. And uh, you're looking for maybe some temporary homes, I guess, and then maybe some full-time homes. There's there's several different uh for, uh, levels of care, I guess you could provide, right? Yes, absolutely. So from, you know, emergency respite, you know, care. Like overnight is, or something like that? Right, right. Overnight, over the weekend, maybe giving a foster parent, you know, a break um, because that's, you know, that might be needed mm -hmm. uh, depending on what's going on. Um, but then we have, you know, traditional foster families, which – you know, foster care is intended to be, you know, temporary, you know, and we work with the biological parents, try to help them correct their conditions. You want to get them back to the natural parents. Absolutely. That's, that's we, the first and foremost. That's the right. goal. The goal mm -hmm. is to reunify, you know, children with their biological parents. Uh, if that is, um, you know, if, if it's not a possibility, reunification, then the next best thing to provide permanency is going to be adoption. And uh, majority of the children who are adopted out of the system are adopted by their foster parents. Um, so, yes, but yes, there is emergency respite care. Um, and then there's just, you know, the regular traditional mm -hmm. foster care. We have enhanced foster care, um, which is for, uh, it's for families, it's for children who require, you know, a little bit more intensive therapy. Um, Special you know, needs. If they're disabled or absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely, mm. Um, face some medical, mental or physical challenges. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, so we have the traditional foster care, enhanced foster care, and then there's therapeutic foster care. You know, as well as you right. mentioned. All right. And uh, you would uh, need to qualify to be, I guess, if you wanted to be a th therapeutic. There's that's going to be taking a lot of more attention than than the. Just to Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Additional training, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of additional training to, to help equip, you know, parents to deal with some of the, you know, behaviors or, you know, um, the emotional side of it, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera. Right. So uh, what are the biggest areas uh, of need, Taylor, for what age group are we looking for that because uh, I'm sure everybody would like to have the babies and the newborns and uh, they're the fun ones. Uh, for the most part, but the older kids uh, really needing some 
some foster parents for, for those guys. Yes, absolutely. We are always in a great need for teenagers, large sibling groups. We have multiple sibling groups, you know, siblings of three or more that we are always trying to get back together. So teenagers, sibling groups, um, our children who have um, specific medical needs, we are always looking for homes for them as well. We're back on our Cool Conversation program today. Antoine Robinson and Taylor Smith with DHS Foster Care on the program today. And uh, for families that do want to become foster families, you've got some support services available for them? Absolutely. So uh, for any uh, you know family willing to uh, foster children in need, uh, you know, we have to be able to support them. And so... We want everybody to know that uh, child care is covered at 100% if the foster families are working or um, in school. Um, medic medical coverage is also covered under you know 100% under the state's Medicaid program. Um, there's a um, a monthly foster care reimbursement uh, payment. Uh, to help families. Uh, we have uh, clothing vouchers that we can provide uh, to families. Um, some of the other resources. Yeah, we've been working very hard to um, provide more resources for our families. Um, specifically in my area, I do live in Duncan, so we have started a foster care closet. It's called the Fostering Love Closet. It's at Emmanuel Baptist Church. Um, our families can just go there and they have clothing, we've got diapers, formula, and it doesn't have to be a family just from Duncan. I have reached out to families in Sterling and Chickasha to get them those resources. So we are very good at like traveling to provide these resources mm -hmm. from the closet. So that is one thing that we have worked towards is the fostering love closet. And then also Antoine and I both have um, support groups in our areas for our foster parents. So mine is at the Chisholm Trail Church of Christ in Duncan. It is the second Tuesday of every month from 6 to 8. And, uh, of course, you'd like to get the people involved with that. And um, I guess at a, at a moment's notice, they can give you a call if they are needing some assistance for uh, whatever reason and if they want to join one of these support groups, and uh, then that's good, good too. Absolutely. And it's great for our families to be able to network, be around like-minded, you know, people, you know, going through some, you know, similar situations. Um, and it's also a training opportunity. Um, there's a 12-hour training requirement for all of our families, and, you know, they get training credit, you know, when they attend those. So, And uh, you want foster families to treat their, their foster children just like their own. Or if, if they don't have any kids, then uh, just, you know, treat them like you would, you know, take them on family trips or you know yes. to the amusement park or yeah. or to the movies or absolutely camping or right any and it's get to be springtime so great right. uh, outdoor activities hiking and things like that so out to the know. lake a lot of sure. families go mm -hmm. out to the lake hiking as you mentioned mountains whatever it is yeah so we want our kids to have you know that normalcy um for foster for current foster parents do they have to go through some training like every year, updates and things like that, I'm guessing? Yes. Um, so in order to become a foster parent, there's the 27-hour pre-service training. And once uh, a family becomes certified, there's a 12-hour annual, um, you know, training requirement. 
and we do monthly resource reminders to all of our families, um, you know, throughout the year, which is, you know, 30 minutes of training credit there. So um, that's six hours. So essentially it's going to be six hours that, you know, they're going to have to mm-hmm. to complete. And you can do that. Um, you can attend support groups. You can uh, read educational materials, books. You know, there's YouTube videos. There's a plethora of ways that our families can, you know, get that training in. Right. So principally looking for families in Grady and Caddo right now. Y- y- mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And they can reach out to you at Lawton or online. What probably the best way would be a phone call or online, I guess, right? Absolutely. So they can always reach out to Taylor or myself. Um, So my phone number is 580-475-6315. Taylor's is? Mine is 580-483-1773. Again, that's 580-483-1773. Yes, and uh, if there's a family who may already be interested in, you know, applying, uh, they can log on to um, okbenefits.org and um, complete an online application. Um, It will essentially give them an opportunity to, you know, work with DHS or one of our, you know, contracted agencies um, because, you know, we're not the only ones recruiting and developing resources. We have partner agencies who do amazing work um, with us um, to get as many safe families into the system. So, Right. Uh, again, single-family households, same-sex couples, uh, you know, older Sa- older parents, uh, uh, grandparents are, all, yes. are good if the kids are... Empty nesters. Empty nesters. There yes. you go. That's uh, right. Sa- mm-hmm. But I think the most important uh, part of it is we need safe and, safe loving, and loving families, yes, that's the sa- big thing. Safe, for sure. safe and loving. Uh, if you're safe and you're loving, hey, we're, right. we're willing to work with you. So what's the, So once they complete the, the application process, how long is the screening before they actually get an interview? And then once they're approved, uh, how long before they would be able to get some kids? Yeah, so we like to contact our families right away. Um, we feel it's really important that we communicate effectively and efficiently so um, our process we like to say 60 to 90 days um, give or take you know it could be less it could be more just depending on the situation of the family Um, so we'll start with background checks and we'll do a house assessment um, and then from there we do refer them for home study that home study process does take 30 days so like I said it just depends on the family but in general 60 to 90 days is our hope now, is there any paperwork they have to do, like on a monthly basis or so, to kind of submit uh, what's been going on, and is there what other work is is needed by the by the families? Yeah, so we as workers we do monthly contacts with our families. So um, as long as they're in communication with us, that is all that is needed monthly. We do do quarterly visits with our family where we come out to the home and we just check for compliance, make sure they are um, still a safe home for our children. So monthly contacts and quarterly visits. And then every year we do what's called an annual update. So if driver's license or auto insurance is needed at that time, we will do um, basically just a reassessment of their home at that time. Sounds like you guys are doing some great work and uh, we just need some families out there Some uh, that uh, could, uh, again, empty nesters are probably a big big target area if uh, they got grown up children and 
they're not coming home for a while. Right, right. <laughs> they just right. Uh, uh, need some company around the house, then uh, certainly reach out. Yes, so, sir. Antoine, thanks for coming today. Really appreciate it. And uh, Taylor, thank you for coming in. And uh, contact your local DHS office or online. Again, Antoine, how do they do that? OK Benefits? OKBenefits.org. Yes, sir. Sounds great. That's our cool conversation for today. Thanks for being with us. And we want to thank our sponsor, Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma and its locations in Chickasha, Verdon, and Newcastle for helping us out every week.